0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
1: You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? got
2: to be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kaschuk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaschuk. My life in hockey has been started because
1: of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last,
2: like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry, I'll hang up and listen, I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off-limits.
0: Now I'll tell you something about this
1: guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo!
2: Welcome, everybody, to episode 63 of Two Goalies, One Mike. Big night for Buffalo Sabres fans. Um, We win the draft lottery, the worst thing you could possibly win because it means you were the worst team in the league last year, or one of the worst. Uh, Definitely. Something something we're pretty used to here in Buffalo. Um, I am joined by producer Steve from Two Goalies, One Mike, Pat's, uh, from the, ho- the boys from the hockey dummies, and of course, Sean from Point Shot in Vancouver. Uh, we have a really dynamic uh podcast here, a lot really diverse, uh, all different areas of North America. Guys, how are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing oh, good, yeah. I'm doing good. I was so excited for you, buddy. Like, when the, the <laughs> first thing that came to mind as soon as the Sabres, I think Pat's texted me, he's like, Oh man. Like and Dwayne must got must be just jerking off right now. He's pretty. <laughs> so, I you know,
1: not we just out. started thinking about you immediately,
0: buddy. So so hats off, congrats to you guys.
2: I mean, I don't know if like I, I. I I don't know the fact that you're thinking about me in that manner. I don't know whether it'd be flattered or just
0: definitely very, very weird definitely, now, definitely but be flattered. Pats is always flattered. thinking about you like that. I just talk thought about, about you like that there. tonight.
2: I mean, I appreciate it. I guess. I mean.
0: Oh wait, you
1: see the sixty nine in tonight.
2: the background?
1: You family, is it Is this family friendly or what is it you, I mean, you know, I, you know, I you mean, know.
2: you can go off the, the cuff here. Let like, like, be
1: be
0: okay.
2: be responsible. Don't be irresponsible. But you know, you well, know, this hey, is, we're, hey we're, if, we're if you if
0: you've listened to our podcast, this is what you're getting from us. Because yeah. as soon as you said sixty three, episode sixty three, I was thinking sixty three.
2: <laughs> you know, it, and it,
1: it's 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 Six four.
2: <laughs> right, it's fun, man. Like you know, we have three f- miserable, miserable fan bases here, and uh you know, I guess we're trying to celebrate something that gr- good that ha- kind of not kind. It, it was good. It's a good thing that happened with us tonight. But of course, we win the lottery when there isn't a consensus first overall pick. Right? It's Owen Power. Is it Berniers? Is it Clark? Who is it? uh You know, Johnson. The the the, the one good thing is. We uh, we have a friend of the program, Steve Shields, one of the coaches of the uh, Michigan, uh, uh, the Wolverines. He's uh, the goalie coach, and you know, you know, really uh, doing a, a lot of great work with uh, Sabres prospect Eric Portillo over at Michigan. And I uh, I shot him a text. I'm like, so it looks like we're drafting a Wolverine. Which one is it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's I, I uh, I'm excited. I'm indifferent. Um, you know, it's. I really don't know exactly how to feel right now because there's so many question marks. You have Jack Eichel with the injury issues. Does he want to stay? Does he want to leave? Sam Reinhardt's comment, Vancouver native. Does he want to stay? Does he want to leave? Doesn't want to be around for the rebuild. Rasmus Ristolainen doesn't want to be around for the rebuild, but who gives a shit about Rasmus line at this point? Honestly, <laughs> I hate saying it that he's a hardworking defenseman. You're not going to find a harder worker on the team, honestly, than Rasmus Ristolainen. It would just be nice if, you know the hard work translated into high hockey IQ which is you know no it hasn't been around
0: so i'll we'll go is, around the table is that the knock is that the knock on him to win cuz i like we we, we kind of talk a little bit about the fantasy perspective in our podcast as well and I, i've had russellie he came into the uh, from a fantasy standpoint i love the guy he's one of my best defenders every year um, but then in terms of, and w- when I watch the Leafs, because uh, Pats and I were obviously at TML and, and uh, Toronto St. Pats were both Leaf fans. Um, so I-, I only watch them whenever uh, they're playing the Leafs, and I'm a big fan of his. Like I've always said, like, I wish he was on the Leafs. Like, w- What is it about him that, that you don't really care if he came back? It's his IQ? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just, at this point in your career, you can no longer, even though he's still young, it's like, what you see is what you get, and his play really started, you know, collapse after the injury to Jake McCabe, um, you know, because it was started. He did start off to have a very good season, but I think you know the having Jake McCabe on the other side, uh, on the other side of the blue line with him, really helped his game a lot. And then when McCabe got hurt and was out for the year, you really started to see this, the, you know, same old wrist and, you know, making boneheaded plays, not. You know, we as a coach, with like this, he was a, he was a saying, "Kiss, keep it simple, stupid," and you know that should be applied to the game of Rasmus because he would never keep it simple. But you can never deny the fact that he works hard and he cares. He cares a lot, and I just wish that would just translate into you know making smarter decisions on the ice.
0: Right. What about um, Jacob uh, Bryson? He was a guy actually in fantasy that I just picked up off the wire. Like I was kind of scouring young kids. Getting lots of minutes, playing D, and and fantasy wise, he was okay. But you know, it's hard to say that if he had a good season or not when the Sabres as a collective had a, haven't had an awful year. Like I'm looking at their their defense core right now. You got you got Ristolainen, you got Colin Miller, and you got uh, Bryson signed into next year. Um, you got Darlene and Yoki Haru as RFAs, and you got a uh, uh, Borgen as a, as an RFA as well. Like how do you how do you guys see the like the top six rounding up in? Uh, in in Buffalo, and is does Owen Powers fit into that?
2: If Buffalo does take Owen Powers, uh, by the way, Steve, your 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 mic is muted, buddy. We can't hear oh. you. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Um, well. But uh, it, it it does depend on what they decide to do with the first overall pick. Personally, for me, Jacob Bryson is a guy that I don't see being on this team next year, unless it's, you know, like again, this past season injury. I would rather see him as as good as he was in certain moments for us. I'd like to see him spend another year in Rochester. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I just, I think we have a, some decent young defensemen, but I just don't want to bring them into this environment. If you guys understand what I'm saying, like yeah. this culture that we've oh, had yeah. last year. Even though under Don Granato, that culture seemed to vastly improve. I, uh, I definitely don't want to see him uh, being exposed to anything negative or any p- defenseman for that matter. You know, I, I personally, uh, Will Borgen is a guy you'll see in this lineup for sure. <laughs> Uh, obviously, Darlene, um A lot of question marks surrounding Risto Lyytinen. Uh, Yoki Harju was oh, has always been solid for us, so we'll see. Um, I, I can't wait. Uh, here we here we go. Here's a hot take. Why is? <laughs> i love to see it. you love to see it. He's got the V-neck. We have, he's got to, the we V-neck have to have here.
3: one piece of eye candy on the show. Otherwise, yeah. it's, just,
2: it's not me, that's for sure.
3: Yeah. Bunch of white, yeah. facial hair, Pat's, talking
1: hockey.
2: Pats is over. Hold on. Pats is over here. Uh, just, you know, got the leg off fire. and everything.
1: Yeah, Sky's that's a five Look at this get guy. Look at this guy. Get the foot oh, in the shot.
2: Look at this He's Way He's showing some legs. He's showing some leg. You you got all your triple it. bogey gear on. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you love to see it. <laughs> but uh, you know, Sean, we'll kick it over to you. Your Vancouver Canucks were uh, involved in the uh, you know draft lottery. You know, how do you feel about where you guys ended up?
4: We didn't fall backwards. That's like Canuck tradition. Is we always lose ground in the draft lottery. So uh, we stayed exactly where uh, we were. I'm I'm happy. I actually like. I don't know. Anytime you win the lottery, it's a good thing, even in a year like this. But out of all of the years, I didn't particularly want to win this one. Um, so I'm I'm really happy with nine. Like I I feel good there. I my big thing is like we have Quinn Hughes. I don't particularly want Luke Hughes, uh, and I feel like we would have been kind of forced to make that pick if we were high enough to take him. Uh, now we're behind now New Jersey. New Jersey's are going to take them, and, and we're good. So yeah, be fine. I just want Brand Clark, which isn't going to happen now. So Brand Clark
2: uh, out of Slovakia, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he looks like a solid defenseman too. Um, well, and he's
4: a right-hand D, exactly yeah. what the Canucks need. Um, I don't know. That, that, well, let's that remember part's a last
3: year, the uh, The ninth pick last year was Marco Rossi. So the ninth pick can always be a really good pick. If people I, before you make some unexpected
4: choices.
2: I couldn't well, believe Marco Rossi fell, fell to nine, be 100% honest with you. That was wild to man, me.
4: Me neither. I couldn't I, believe that. Can also picked Captain Bo Horvat I'm at i I'm still
3: just a tiny bit oh. salty about that decision to choose Jack <laughs> Quinn. I
4: like Jack Quinn.
3: I liked what I saw when he played in Rochester. Like, he's not. He's definitely going to need a few more years to get, like, NHL caliber, but, like, he wasn't playing, like, shit. Like, I actually paid for AHL TV. Like, I watched several Americans games. The kid's yeah. doing what he's doing. He's just – it's taken a while to get his game up to that fu- full caliber. But, like, Marco Rossi, comparatively, was he's a sure thing. Granted, yeah. he's been, like – his health has been, like, awful this year. Yeah, right? he
2: got hit hard by COVID. Yeah, got he
3: got hit by COVID. By COVID like hard no- by COVID like nobody
4: else did. So, like, I, I really hope the dude's okay. But, like, yeah. before that, so,
2: like uh, – not going to actually...
4: lie, like, with that Jack Quinn pick, I like Jack Quinn a lot, but I did laugh. Like, because it was just such a Buffalo Sabres pick. Like, I didn't laugh. (laughs) I gotta be honest. (laughs) It was like Marco Rossi is right there. The consensus (laughs) pick as the next best player. That's what I'm
2: saying.
0: uh, (laughs) I, I, I I full heartedly agree with you, boys. Like. I remember seeing that draft. I watched Quinn in the World Junior. I watched every single uh, game of Team Canada. He was not a factor at all. Um, he He didn't. He didn't really slide in good with anybody. I actually had a, a funny draft uh, story too for the Sabers when uh, in the 2016 draft when Buffalo hosted. I was there and I was sitting. Uh, I was sitting in the stands and there's a couple Sabers fans behind me and they were coming up the pick and they said, "Who would you take here?" And I said, "I would take Sergeyev." I said. He would be, he would fit in oh perfectly. Oh my God.
2: Don't even get me started on the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the knee draft. It was, the yeah, Nylander and draft. they took
0: knee lander. Oh. They, they looked at me and they said, How about this guy? I was like, No, you guys we, made the wrong. We, we <laughs> yeah. needed no, a defense,
2: we needed a defenseman so badly. And I was actually, that draft was in Buffalo and I was with my cousin Tommy. And like, you thought for sure they were going defense. No way they're not going defense, right? There's just no way they're not going to draft a defenseman here. And they went and said Nylander, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, man! Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: it could be worse. There on the board, I mean, and, and they needed D. We did trade
4: worse.
3: Nylander. We went for, D for Yoki Haru. Yeah, but you could. have. so, in, so, so at the, the end, end of the day, we did get D out of that pick. Yeah, yeah. it just took yeah. a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of just D. D in the A as well. Getting, getting there. That yeah. was the Yolevi
4: draft. Just so you guys know, so it could be worse. We we picked fifth overall and ended up with Ole Levy.
0: Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah.
4: Makachuk went the next <laughs> pick.
0: I and, know. And exactly.
4: then Sergachev later. Charlie McAvoy. Like we all kind of knew that they were going to go D, but like Sergachev was my pick even at five. Like
0: yeah. Uh,
2: right. So right now Sportsnet uh, their rankings as of May twelfth. This is what they got. Owen Power. You know, it seems to be a consensus first overall pick. Uh, then Matthew Beniers, also out of University of Michigan, plays a complete game and combines an excellent work ethic with fierce competitiveness. And then three, as you mentioned before, Sean Brant Clark from the Bear, uh, out of the OHL, the Barry Colts, sees the game two steps ahead. It's is terrific on the power play, but takes calculated risks to be a part of the offense at even strength too. Uh, I like I like hearing that a lot, and, and from a defenseman, you know, uh, the high hockey the high hockey. The high hockey IQ, you know, something we haven't seen a ton of here in Buffalo. Um, Simon Edmondson from Fralunda out of Sweden. Aside from the obvious nationality collection, he won't escape the Victor Hedman comparisons. And those are legit based where Hedman was at this time in 2009. And then just a few more. Dylan Gunther, uh, right wing out of the Edmonton Oil Kings, WHL. And another, again, another University of Michigan product. Kent Johnson Center may be the best in class when it comes to creativity and a looseness with a puck on his stick uh, mentioned before Luke Hughes ranked eighth US national Development Program uh, they've been provided they've been the, the the NTDP has been given given the NHL a lot of quality hockey players over the last five six years too uh, skating and puck skills show top pairing potential Size uh, at six foot two hundred seventy pounds is an asset with his evolving defensive side. That's another thing too is you, you just cannot teach size, and that's when you talk about a kid like Owen Power, where so many people are against him. He, I, the things I've heard on him is that he's an immaculate skater, but he's also uh, he has a very big frame for his age, and if you let him develop and you allow him, to, you don't rush him and put a ton of pressure on him at an early age. You could really develop into a nice defenseman, but that's Buffalo's M.O. They don't like to, you know, let guys develop. Um, outside of Dylan Cousins, which is was surprising. I'm surprised he didn't get rushed into the lineup. Um, you know, that's not really Buffalo's M.O.
0: Right. My, uh, my diamond in the rough in this draft, and not that he's really a diamond in the rough because he's he's still ex- expected to be a first-round pick, is uh, Mason McTavish. I think whoever goes out and takes Mason McTavish is going to get themselves an NHL player for the next 15 years. I, I, I see him slotting in as being a really good number two centerman. Uh, watching him play for the uh, U18s uh, with Canada this year. Uh, you guys were talking about Brent Clark earlier. He was dynamite. Um, even just love Brent Clark's interviews. Like If you listen to him speak... Um, just a really, really, you know, uh, well-spoken young man. Like I just, I was kind of impressed with him. It was almost like he was, um, you know, these guys coming up these days are like over, over coached. But he was just like, it, it sounded like he was like, uh, like a, like a 27-year-old veteran talking to these guys at the U18s. But Mason McTavish, hard no center, shut down, still score. Um, will, will run you into the boards, win face-offs. Uh, just one of those guys that you win with. So I, I think, you know, he's not – He's might not go in the top ten. Uh, he could, uh, but I think whoever ends up getting this kid in the first round is going to gonna have a real player. So watch out for him.
2: And we're uh, fighting yeah. off my demons, uh, fighting off your demons, Missed checking out the show here late, but I think we should trade the pick for some solid depth. You know, there's th- – there- I think a lot of what they decide to do at one really again, depends on what happens with Jack and Sam, because if you do convince either of those guys to stick around, especially maybe it's a little bit easier winning the draft lottery, um, I, 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 I've been saying it since the end of the season, and, you know, even, even before the season. The one thing this team has lacked for a long, long time, even before the Ryan O'Reilly ordeal, this is something they've lacked since Career and Jury split town at free agency. Um, one of the darkest days in Buffalo Sabres history is mm. they haven't had depth down the middle. They have never had a legitimate one through three center group. They just haven't. And now you could have that with Jack, Sam, and Cousins. Even Middlestat performed very well at center after Granado took over. He performed very well. You know He started to live up to that eighth overall pick a little bit and showed he could be a top six, a top six contributor. And of course, when you finally get that, you finally have that in front of you. And I was very optimistic. Of course, Jack Eichel, this injury stuff—you know, where, <laughs> wherever that may be—when he when he says it in terms of where he's playing next year, and Sam Reinhart's just like, "Yeah, I'm tired of losing. I just, you know." <laughs>
3: of course, why we're, not? Why not? Like we're tired not? of watching them lose. No. I I I get it. I'm tired of this too. I'm like, I just want to be above the bottom twenty. Is that too much to fucking ask? <laughs> like, I want to like fight for the playoff spot and lose it rather than just like know by like January that, that like there's no hope that what, like it's mathematically impossible.
0: What's your like, percentage? What's your percentage on Eichel coming back? Like from the from cool. the interviews that that I listen to, it it seems grim, boys. Like I, I, mean, I hate to say it.
3: I mean, he may personally not want to stay, but just given the way the market is right now, he I I, I think it's fifty fifty. Like right. he may wanna leave, but I also think the Pagulas are just barely smart enough to know that if they can't get what he's actually worth, regardless of flat cap, regardless of everything else, they're not gonna they're not gonna make another Ryan O'Reilly trade a star for parts deal.
0: Yeah, you can't because can. then
3: they'll be They'll be run out of fucking town.
0: Yeah, it'll be like Dwayne will we'll be leading the mob it.
3: with a pitchfork.
0: <laughs> that, that, that's the down to right? Florida
3: to the super yacht wherever it's docked. That,
0: so that's it Yeah, that is not not letting not letting him go for anything less than what he's worth. Like you can hold on to him. I would say fuck it. I would let him sit out a season before I just give him away for for parts like that. Right? Or there's been talk of. You know, do you package Skinner with them to get Skinner's money off off the book? Who's taking Who's taking? Now, hold on. What, hey, hey, hey. $20 hey, million. Whoa, whoa, whoa. now No, producer Steve likes this.
3: Maybe we can convince assistant GM Jason Bartle over in Seattle to make up for making that terrible deal in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Captain Jack Kraken.
0: Captain Jack, man. That would be Captain pretty Captain Jack Kraken. Good. I like that. And also take Skinner. Yeah. As a Canucks fan, I
4: do not like that. I do not want Jack Eichel in well, join us on as, the as East Coast a rival. You yeah, get <laughs> you get to
0: pick. You get to pick number one and number two this draft. Eichel goes to Seattle. That could be interesting. But again,
4: not a not a deep draft. But no, like the problem with trading draft. Eichel is that you're never ever going to get reasonable no. value
1: for him, no, right? Well, like no. you what's, just aren't. What's
4: reasonable There's value for Eichel? Reasonable value, like there is no market for that like what's the it, precedent
0: it would need well, to be it like, would need to be a line a dubois type deal
2: real quick real quick i mean obviously the blue jays are playing in buffalo right now and hot off the presses fan with a sign you love to see it Look at
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Look at that man. He now we saw your base
3: president oh, of hockey that ops that guy <laughs> what a piece of shit <laughs> yo that's my dad fuck you dude piece of shit oh that
2: that was absolutely True. unbelievable that was that was fantastic that that's really a, good
0: a
1: very young looking dad
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have another. I, I have so many Sabers <laughs> questions. You guys are like a fucking riddle to me. Um, Casey middlestat what's his future? <laughs> Don't worry, they're a riddle to themselves too. Yeah, we <laughs> are. <a> middle <laughs> <Lord. No one laughs> Middlestadt, the last twenty games Once the Sabers were really fucked, Middlestadt actually started to play good. Um, yep. What, what? What? Like? Like? What is his future? Like, I, I thought he was going to be a player. I, I was so high on him. I thought that was a great pick. He hadn't really panned out, and at the end of the season, he started to show some signs. I'm just curious to know what you guys think in Buffalo.
2: I'll let Steve lead it off uh, first.
3: Well, I, I think part of that equation is, is Don Granado the full-time head coach of this team? Because it seems like when Donnie was running the ship, he was bringing out the best play from a lot of people. I think I feel like some of the only people who didn't really like excel under Donnie were like Skinner on a poso everyone else was like they were doing things better than they were before when Ralph was running things. Uh, but, uh, that said, but that said, like, I don't think middle stat is ever going to meet the expectations people had of him at the draft. I think that's just a reality that everyone just needs to, that's, it, it's not really a yeah. tough pill to swallow because we've seen the product on ice long enough that like, right. it's, but we just need to like, he's not going to be the Sabres' starting center, but right. like, if he ends up being our number three guy who's like reliable, can consistently win faceoffs, can just, you know, be that, do the thing that their third line has been doing, just like be, you know, be gritty, win the puck battles, keep possessions. That way you can eventually transition like a higher scoring line into the offensive zone. But every so often, like if you get the look, you have the skill to make the shot yourself and actually bury it. Like My. I would be perfectly content if he can continue this trajectory of just you know yeah like being the top end of the depth
0: i'm, right. I'm perfectly okay with that right yeah have like eichel cousins middle eichel. stat and you put uh, reinhardt on the wing in the top six you know what i mean like you could do like that well that um,
3: actually brings us back to the next point of contention that if we're going to keep reinhardt around he's more useful at a center spot so c- i think is. cousins should probably go back to right wing on either eichel or sam's right side if Reinhardt if Reinhardt and Jack are sticking around
4: and I think if Jack sticks
3: around Reinhardt might be more inclined to stick around but again these are all big what ifs that are contingent on management and ownership doing things that make sense and once again this is Buffalo so we don't know (laughs) I don't know what the fuck to tell you but (laughs) yeah it's a coin flip I want to be hopeful but I've also been watching this team for 20 years (laughs) <laughs> so, we, so we don't fucking yeah.
2: know.
3: I really I, don't know.
2: I, I, for me, Casey Middlestat. one of the things that always kind of plagued him, at least from the fans, was was he committed enough off the ice? Was he – was you, you know, we rushed him into a situation he wasn't ready for. Because remember, you know, that first year at, Mi- at Minnesota and that strong showing in the uh, World Junior Tournament, that he was fresh out of high school. He was an 18 year old kid. His body wasn't ready for the NHL, but he had a strong showing in eight games with Buffalo when he, uh, not even eight games under eight games at the end of the season. You know, he had like a handful of goals. He looked the part. He looked he had the ha- beautiful hands and, you know, it, 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 he was rushed into a situation he wasn't ready for. And it showed like his first season, like the kid was not ready he should have spent another year at Minnesota, but you know, again, you know, you had ownership that was desperate to bring a kid in that can maybe put fans in the seats. You have, uh, you know, a team that's desperate for talent and it's, it sucks. It it really did suck to see the way that, uh, that all transpired now under the right coach. And, you know, he, I mean, I'm a Casey Middleston apologist because I thought he should have been uh, like a a suitcase between here and Rochester. Mm -hmm. And, I'll say this, he really is there proved Is a team me wrong. at Batavia? Yeah, right. Um, I, I, I think he there is a spot for him with this team, as long as he continues to keep developing the way he did under Granado. And I think a guy like Casey Middlestat is the reason why Granado keeps his job, because he did something with that kid that no coach before him could, could get out of it, out of him, and he kept Facts. Reinhardt at center where you drafted him to play Big to begin facts. with and you know it's it, it was i think kudos to, to donnie meatballs it's uh it's nice to donnie see
0: donnie meatballs donnie meatballs <laughs> so, i fucking love donnie
2: yeah right it's uh
0: he's a so good
2: kid. he is and you know again i it, it, there's a lot of potential and a lot to be optimistic about the team as it sits right now i really do believe that and people will call me crazy but i do believe that if you keep this team as it sits right now and you're you're going into a a, a landscape of free agency much like last year where you can get value players at a low price look what they do claire and verhaggy signed for him in, in uh in, in florida they were paying both those guys a total of $2.7 million this year. Yep. The cap isn't going up. And you're probably going to have teams out there who do have a lot of cap flexibility helping out other teams that are up against the cap and said, hey, we'll take on this bad contract, but you got to send us this too. There are, there's going to be a lot of that going on, I think, uh, this year in free agency. And a lot of, again, guys not signing long-term deals, they're not going to be offering a lot. of who, 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 like Petrangelo got the longest deal last free agency. I think he was the only guy to get like an eight-year deal. Leonard yeah. signed a five year deal with Vegas. Hoffman, the, the leading goal scorer in free agency didn't sign until two weeks before the season started. Yeah. And he didn't it, it was like a a, a tryout contract yeah, or something stupid contract. like that. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's what you're probably gonna get. And I uh, that's what made me hopeful, you know, as the team sits now before those exit interviews. It's like you yeah. can fill in holes on the short term. You can find guys to plug in, let the youth still develop. Don't rush them. Don't pre- put too much pressure on them, and you could put a really competitive team on the ice because of that center ice depth. Now, who the fuck knows?
3: Yeah, <laughs> I, I think at this point, after last year with Kevin, now he's gotten like he's gotten those growing pains out where like you can't spend this kind of free agency chasing after that golden ticket player because clearly, just chasing after the one big contract it blew up in your fucking face where if you can spend that same $8 million on two or three players that fill very necessary pieces of the puzzle that let the people that are in the like necessary spots do what they need to do. And like also have a little bit of that pressure taken off where it's like not only Eichel's line producing or I don't know. It just, I I hope that, you know, Again, this is all contingent on having faith that when Kevin Adams says I have actual control to make hockey decisions, that that's actually true. And if that's actually true, hopefully he has learned something from last year and he will, you know, try to follow the blueprint that Florida made that, you know, worry about the smaller pieces that are important rather than just trying to, like, you know, fix all the parts that are wrong with a car. Don't just put a new fucking coat of paint on it and call it a day. You (laughs) know?
1: Well,
3: yeah, not having uh, Ralph, you, is, yeah, not
4: having Ralph around is helpful because like, uh, like oh, that, yeah, uh, Taylor Hall was his boy, right? Like he wanted to play with Taylor Hall again, so he wanted to bring him into town and uh, thought that they would work magic. Just having a duo of him oh, and Michael that
1: blew up in his face. Yeah, so I don't. Bad.
3: Yeah, I don't know how much stock we can give Ralph Krueger for being like integral, inter- integral to that deal, but like they def, like I think it was more just like. Kruger needed some good PR, so it's like they like kept playing up that past relationship that they had.
4: Like, but if you I, listen to like interviews with with Hall around the signing, he was like, uh, "The reason why I'm coming here is because of the opportunity that was pitched to me." Like, because I think that's a, a, big part that's of a
3: nicer it thing like... to say than Buffalo's giving me eight million fucking dollars.
2: <laughs> well, here, here's the thing, though. Here's another thing too: is they honestly, Kruger, Kruger had nothing to do with it. Taylor Hall saw what. Jack, what Jeff Skinner got paid from playing with Jack Eichel, and any any agent and just common sense player in free agency is like, well, I saw what happened with Jeff Skinner playing along with I with Jack Eichel, nine million dollars. I like yourself well.
4: one year and rake it in
2: exactly. Yeah, and 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 I just think the biggest mistake in that whole scenario was giving him the uh the no trade clause because you put yourself in a situation where you gave him literally and all comfort. the power. You gave him all the power to determine where um, where he was going to go, and it sucks.
0: Yeah, and he just had to go to Boston. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looks pretty good in Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sure>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, he's playing guys, like an MVP again. yeah. yeah. What all right, about, let's, let's, let's What's that?
1: What do you guys think about what uh, Buffalo actually got in that Hall deal when they traded him? Uh, I mean, Anders Bjork
3: is playing okay. Like, he's definitely less, like, invisible as I thought he was going to be. Just, like, on the initial reaction of, like, Anders Bjork and a second-round pit. Like, that's, that's I was like, is there something it? else coming? And you took Lazar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't like, Why'd do he have to that go? As a win at all. Leave, leave Lazar alone. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him try to fight Chara again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't see, I don't see that as a win at all for Buffalo, though, like. I mean, I I mean think, it's not, but like at least
3: Anders has the capacity to play hockey. Like well, he's here, yeah, and he's he here now. Here? He's, not somebody, he's not somebody. He's not somebody that be... we pick and I hope in three years he's uh, doing something in yeah, blue I and
1: mean, gold. Might get, you could get lucky with that second round pick. You never know, but I mean, shit, York and a second round pick.
4: I know. It. Compared it to the Foligno trade,
1: it could it could have been uh, Chicken par parmarian's Zayak. Yeah, directly to the
4: Foligno trade, and it's. A brutal, brutal return for Buffalo. Like That's Buffalo,
2: baby.
0: How about Nick? Yeah.
4: Nick Felino is bad. Like Corey Perry. Corey Perry
0: is a better player in every every way. Felino did nothing for us. He did nothing. For was me. also
1: hurt.
2: He, he, fought, yeah. he, he fought. He fought. But tried to- He fought Corey Perry for something that was a complete accident and didn't didn't need to be done. And it, it was so China, There's it was yeah. dumb. See, yeah, I, mean, I don't, know, I don't I mean, think it
1: was dumb. I don't. I not agree with the fact that it, I don't think it was dumb. I think he explained the way Felino explained that fight afterwards was basically it had to be done so the guys would move on and that was it. Get back to playing hockey. He didn't want any vigilante justice. Not that the fucking Leafs would do that anyway. I didn't think that was going to happen
2: though. What's that? No, I mean, like, like I, I think I, everybody I, was I, so
1: rattled that well, I guess it was true. rattled. But then it was but, okay. Let's move on, close the chapter and get back to playing hockey, which they clearly didn't, you know, games (laughs) two, two, three, and four, they did. And then they just, "Ah, at least you
2: guys found yourselves a goaltender. I am a big fan of Jack Campbell. He's the, uh, Mm -hmm. he's my, uh, my co-host, Jonathan Cullen's former goalie partner when he played in the O. Uh, And I'm really happy to see you guys finally get yourselves a goaltender and glad he's an American and uh, you know it's it's nice to see uh, that guy finally get a crack at you know being a number one goaltender. And really, again, again, I know the North Division wasn't the strongest, but he really rode with it. And you know it seems like you guys got that that spot figured out. And I think Duba said they're interested in keeping Frederick, Frederick Anderson around. Even he's not, he's like not a, sticking around. I mean, if no, I'm him, here. I wouldn't either.
1: No, he's not. He's not. He's not coming back. No way. He's not coming back. No. 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 Do you guys want Carter Hutton? He's free.
0: I'll no, take Linus Almark.
1: No, no
3: big Olmark.
0: We fine. want we want <laughs> for me, Are you, are you, you guys gonna, actual second? Are you guys going to go to Olmark and uh and if for uh, next year is that going to be the tandem?
2: I don't want if to UPL's see ready. ready. I don't think he's ready. Um, you no. Upl is a guy, personally, if you ask me, the future generate future franchise goaltender is yeah. currently at Michigan right now, Eric Portillo. Uh, I'll pull up his numbers here in a second. But, you know, he only played seven games as a true freshman, but he had a 1.67 goals against average in the Big Ten, which as a freshman, and you've seen his play consistently develop over the past few years. He's a big kid. He's bigger than UPL, and uh, he's got a great goalie coach over there in Steve Shields. So I really think he's the future. Um, I don't mind having a good goalie tandem of UPL and Portillo, but Linus Olmark having the hip sur- uh, the hip surgery he had the injury history it's uh I'm not willing to you know break the bank for a goalie who has had issues trying to play a full season.
0: Right. Well like I again so I have Olmark on, on my fantasy league so I watch some of these guys pretty close. And watching the Sabers and and uh, and what they're giving up and for the games that that he played in I believe he only played in 20 games. Um, but for the games that he played in uh, I would say for uh for fifteen of them, he was their best player.
2: Oh, uh, for sure. I'm not taking
1: any of that. Out. Do, behind the <laughs> no, center right
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just <laughs> I, I, I would want to hang on to him. He's twenty
0: seven. You know, I, I, I would wanna, you know, he's he's a UFA, so I'm I'm really curious to, to see what he's gonna get. He was making two point six last year. Um, you know, he, he could go as high as four. Plus. Yeah, I mean,
3: and I mean, yeah, that's fine, but we also need, like, a genuine second. Like, we can't just rely solely on... A, yeah, it, this is a league Hallward, where you, Especially if he can't truly play a whole season if he just keeps getting hurt.
2: This is a league where you'd need a, a good goaltending tandem, uh, for sure. You know, you can't... We couldn't depend on, on Carter Hutton to really carry the load for us. We uh, can't
3: depend here. on Carter Hutton to carry a fucking backpack.
0: <laughs> no. no. I'm sorry. I don't, Does that mean... I don't, I don't know if I see um, Jack Campbell playing uh, 55 games next year, 60 games next year either, right? So, you know, like, I would love to have somebody like an Omar Campbell uh, combo, something like that, because I'm not sure what Toronto's going to do, but they're going to be up against against a cap again. We're going
1: to blow it right up.
0: No, man. (laughs) Well, hey, we're we're doing our, our podcast tomorrow. Uh, live eight o'clock on Dean and uh we're going to be talking no, a little bit Tuesday. about Tuesday. Uh, what's that?
1: We're only Tuesday right
0: now. I can't what even is, hear you with your what microphone. The fuck is today,
1: today's Tuesday, right? No, oh, today's, today's Wednesday. Wednesday, it's Wednesday, Wednesday Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's Wednesday. Have you guys? Have you do?
2: guys? Have you guys been drinking dude. that much that you don't
0: know what the fucking day of the week is? Dude, I've only had one I'm good. even. Well, and Dwayne and Pat, you guys are going live tonight, aren't you? After the Jets. The team.
2: <laughs> yeah, but you know, he, he, listen, like uh <laughs> I I forgot what we were talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? Yeah, yeah. October? No. Oh my god. I remember we just won the cup. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm the
4: uh, least, like your your number one priority is another goaltender to help with yeah. Campbell. And Without there it, are yeah. better there's decent options, like there's not a lot of them, but I mean, it's a pretty thin free agent class. But I don't know, like an anti ranta that's pretty decent. He's always, Again, hurt.
1: The guy always hurt, he's always right? hurt. He's well, always but hurt. if he's I only
4: can't. relied to play like 30 games, 35 games, then that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah
3: like when you have to play Buffalo and it's already
4: a sure thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you <laughs> I don't just throw
3: him this. out to ice it. Yeah. I'm
0: kidding, Dwayne. Toronto had a lot of interest 7-0. in Allmark. <laughs> Toronto had a lot of interest in Allmark around the trade deadline. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of talk about uh, the Leafs uh, trying to pitch to try to get him out of the Sabres uh, organization. Didn't happen. Um, but I that that's what I'm kind of hoping for. That's that's, that's the kind of thing that I'd like. I would like.
1: In a second. Yeah.
4: Biggest thing is you need somebody cheap, right? So that you can allocate those funds from Jack or from Freddie Anderson leaving to yeah. fill some holes in the rest of your lineup. Right. Well, like, you guys no. well,
1: signed Hyman's going to get five million bucks, right? So yeah, you guys would be stupid Monday not like to bring that. back Zach Hyman. I yeah. I
2: love me some Zach Hyman. I would God, love him on the Sabers.
1: That what guy what is all heart. Anybody would love him on their on their team. He, oh, he's yeah.
2: all heart, man. I love it. I love Jack Campbell's. Uh, uh, you know his comments about how he how hard he was on himself and how he took a blunt of that and he used in, in tears. Like you love to see that kind of heart in a player, a guy who cares that much. And it's not like he didn't perform. The guy, what what did he go down the stretch? Was it 16, two and two? Some obnoxiously unreal 22. number. Seventeen. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> and, yeah,
4: it's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> so I mean, you know, to have that type of heart, a guy who cares that much and who has the ability to perform that well. Again, albeit in a weaker division, I mean, I'm, I'm very interested to see where you guys go with that, uh, you know, that whole situation. Cause I think he does, he's absolutely earned his opportunity to be like a full time starter for, uh, for, for for the uh, Toronto Maple
1: Leafs. He's, he definitely needs to start next season as the number one. Yeah. Without definitely. a doubt. Without I, said a it, I said it like two months ago when, when Freddie was hurt. I said, Campbell's going to be the number one, and that's it. I think Stevie said,
0: no way. <laughs> so I, I, think I, I we
1: traded him in our hockey pool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think um I well I'm fine with Campbell, but I, I wouldn't go over fifty games. So it's got to be like a 50-32 start. So yeah. you need you need to get somebody that's gonna come in and actually gonna give you thirty-two good games because like Dwayne was saying earlier, yeah. this is the, the NHL these days is a two goalie league. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna pull it up right yeah. here. We have Linus Omar's stats obviously from this past season. We have um obviously again he had a good year. You know, considering the circumstances and how bad this team was, went nine and six. Um, it does, not showing his goals against there, but I'm pretty sure his goals against was uh, fairly in the lower twos. Um, two six
0: three. It's two it's six three, six, three, three. and his save yeah. percentage was nine seventeen.
2: Yep. Um, and obviously, That's he dealt well, with the Anderson.
0: injuries.
2: Yeah, it, it, but he he absolutely proved that he could uh, honestly carry the load. Uh, another another one here. I want to bring up Owen Powers. Num- Owen Power. His numbers, obviously, from this. Uh, uh, from this past season and his world junior here you he have 3 points in 7 games in the world championships and obviously 16 points in 26 games that's what you're kind of getting you getting a solid defenseman who has offensive capability but really there is still a big question mark about how good is he really and is he worthy of the first overall pick um and then I did one other thing I wanted to bring up too real quick was Eric Portillo's numbers um absolutely I got a got a guy you see that has consistently continuously Really progressed uh, over the years. Obviously, coming out of a very difficult program in Sweden, played in the USHL that year in the USHL. He was voted player and goaltender of the year, I believe. Um, his second round pick, and just, as you can see, his numbers there have just progressively gotten better in development. So he is, my opinion, the future goalie, uh, the franchise goalie of the Buffalo Sabres, hands down.
0: Well, no, I'm gonna have to so. contact the Nord's Pats and see if I can get him off them in the Does pool. You have
1: Someone's got him in our pool, eh?
0: Yeah, they got, I just a, a, we got right an now. interesting comment
3: here. <laughs> Thoughts on trading the Sabers' first overall and Ockposo with his contract for the sec for Kraken's second overall pick? Oh, Why would Seattle
4: do that? If
2: they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll say yes, I don't see
3: them being that stupid. But if they want to be yeah. that stupid, I won't stop. Well, it is, them.
2: Again, again it is for Jason one shot. And in a, in a draft, in per, in per, again in a draft where there really yeah. isn't a consensus in the first overall, I don't see Seattle wanting to do that unless they no. like love Owen Power that much and see him being a guy that they can, you know. But again, whoever me. you take, whoever know. you take in this draft, if you're a Seattle Kraken fan, you want to see that guy in your lineup next year. And you know is Owen Power that guy? I don't think so. Um, I think the most is someone agree. that's
4: good to go. Like think about Vegas when they picked Krebs. Right, like yep. Krebs is just kind of now breaking into their lineup. I don't think yep. they're in any rush to get. Like, if they walk away with Maddie Beniers, they're they're thrilled. Right? Oh my like,
2: God! Yeah, yeah.
4: Like there's there's really no reason to try to jump up one spot in a in a draft with no consensus first overall, and then to take Poso to do that. Like <laughs> it's one spot. We're <laughs> watching. Shut up. One spot. Oakposo is, is
3: amazing. Now? Please don't take him from us. He's our favorite player. I'm buying an Okposo jersey next. Please do don't what's, take him from
1: me. Please. What's left on his deal? What's left on Oakposo's deal? For, uh, two years. Two years. Two years. Yeah, years. He's, he's got. No he's, got an, uh, he's got a. He's
0: got a. A no movement too. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Ew. No,
2: the no movement isn't. He doesn't have a no movement anymore. It's not. On, it's not on the last two years of his contract.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. It says that it's still up on cap friendly. That's they should why. just buy him out. Fuck it.
2: That's what I've been <laughs> saying since last year. It was if they would have bought him out, at the start of last year, you would have only added I think, two years to his contract, but each of those years would only be a million per.
4: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. See, crazy. that's buyoutable. No exactly. Yeah, but again, it's really
2: it's, a it, little... it, it, it's a mystery. Like the Louis Erickson debate. Why isn't Louis? Why is Louis Erickson still a Vancouver Canucks? Yeah. What the hell is that?
4: Okay, so they should have if they were going to buy him out, they should have looked at it last off season. If they buy him out this off season, they actually lose money. Really? Um, yes. Yeah, so they actually lose money, and his deal goes longer. Like they. Jim Benning in classic Jim Benning fashion actually made his contract almost buyout proof because it's not in signing bonuses. It's an actual salary that he's getting paid in his final oh, year. And then so like what my plan was for him last off was <laughs> send him to Utica. Nobody's going to pick him up off waivers. He's not going to want to ride the bus in Utica for two years, but now
3: are you saying public transportation in Western New York is less than
4: perfect? <laughs> what are you trying to say? I mean, are he is fighting? collecting like $6 million a year, so maybe to it's ride the it. bus. So he doesn't even need to buy a car. <laughs> yeah, you haven't exactly. said the bad part yet. He, he can buy the bus. Um, so He'll the, get his the own issue bus. there is that like last or this past season, it was mostly in signing bonuses that he was getting paid. So it would have been fine. But this last year of the deal is buyout-proof, um, the way they've structured it. They would actually lose roughly 150 grand if they bought him out. So there's really Thanks. no benefit to buying out Louis Erickson. He'll just play in Abbotsford for the new AHL team. Fair, fair enough.
3: Yeah, I actually brought up the uh, buyout calculator on uh, cap-friendly for Okposo. If we did buy him out in the offseason, the cap hit this coming year would be 5 mil of the 6 mil. And then the year after, that's three. Then the last two are the one million. So this year we would still—that's so not even really worth him. it either. Yeah, th- yeah. This 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 year we would still be paying him for pretty much his full contract, and then we'd still have to keep giving him money for three years after the fact. So hopefully we can just send him to Rochester. He can like feel offended and do the Bogosian <laughs> thing and say, "I'm not going." And then you know what?
2: You, you know want to you know what? Can, that's I'm the dream,
3: with. right? That that bow ties itself. <laughs> Another thing that's difficult that with this great.
2: draft, too, another thing that's difficult with the draft is because of COVID, you didn't get really much junior hockey at all. So it's really hard to really make the, the, the correct evaluations on players because you haven't seen them in a year. Like, you know, we, we were lucky enough to – you know, I was all about Jack Quinn going back to Ottawa to play under Uh, Tarini. uh You know, again, I'm a former guest on, the, on Two Goalies with Mike. And he, he, it was – he had a lot of great things to say about hit, both him and Marco Rossi. This was before the draft. And I think that was the biggest reason why they took Jack Quinn is because you know, you have Jack Eichel as your center. And I personally, again, if Jack Quinn was ready to make the jump next season and this whole Eichel drama wasn't going on, you you, you do not hesitate. You put Jack you put Jack Quinn on Jack Eichel's wing and just let Jack get him the puck and let him do what he does best in the OHL and that's score goals. Set him up, score goals. That's exactly where you would put Jack Quinn. Now there's just this clusterfuck going on in the seven one six. We don't know what's going to happen, but you know, now we're fortunate enough to put Jack Quinn in Rochester this year and let him play, you know, professional hockey. But obviously, develop down there. You what the? How how are you supposed to make the right evaluations on these players from the WHL, the OHL? You know, over in Europe, like how how do you make the proper evaluations? I don't know.
3: I mean, you can't watch them, but also because they're not playing, they're not developing to their full potential. They're not getting their full seasons the same way any other draft class would have. So it's not even like not, it's not even just about not being able to see them perform.
4: They're just performing less. It's just, it's. Well, I'm trying to it, gauge. It it. Yeah. It's, it's like, like it's hard enough to project a player in their age 17 year where they're draft eligible, but they are a lot of times like OHL didn't play at all. So they're going back to their age 16 year. And how are you supposed to project a 16 year old on whether, whether you know, or not he they're going to be in not hack and hack
3: it with dudes and their dudes that are like 25 and in their prime. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, and like, and where,
4: where their trajectory is, if, if they're worth like, look at what Mason McTavish, who was brought up earlier has done to his draft stock with one tournament all because there's nobody else playing right now. And like, yeah, I'm a like, big fan of Mason McTavish, but like, he was kind of consensus in the 20s going into yeah. the season. And, and now, now like, in he's, the top 10. Like, I've seen him as high as two. Like, I believe that was uh, Central Scouting sure. had him at second overall, which, like, I don't know. Like, I really like McTavish, but if you have nobody else that you're able to judge, where, like, how do you know where even the players that you have scouted fit in? Right. I, that's why, like, for the Canucks, I don't mind being at ninth because somebody good is going to slide that should never have been ninth overall, right? Like,
2: Again, we, we mentioned earlier Marco Rossi sliding down to uh, I think it was Minnesota that wasn't yeah, expected.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, th- I had I Rossi it was, in my
2: top five, right? Like, I think so it
3: was. I think it was some of those early picks by Ottawa that we just didn't see coming, and it was like, really okay.
2: And no, <laughs> it was a lot like that draft, not to the same extent yeah. or the same extreme, but it was a lot like when the Bills were on the clock to pick Allen, and it was either Rosen or Allen, Josh Rosen or Josh Allen. We we're getting a Josh, and Roger Goodell goes up there and says the name Josh. He hesitates, and he said Allen, and the whole city just lost their collective minds because Allen wasn't supposed to be the guy. Obviously, it worked out in her favor. I'm, inclu- I'm including one of those Josh Allen apologists. Uh, seems to be a trend, um, but same thing here with this pick. We all wanted Marco Rossi, and he goes up and he says, "From the Ottawa Sixty-Sevens, we're all holding our breath." And he says, "Jack Quinn." And it was I, again. I'm not. I wasn't as emotional with that pick as I was the Josh Allen pick. At the same time, it's like, dude, we need center depth. We have no center depth. Why are we taking a winger? Why are we taking a winger at that pick? A guy. Who, it was just. It was very. Depra- it was very I, aggravating.
3: Again, I think it was that whole. You know, with if Eichel stays in the equation give Eichel a pure fucking sniper. And that's exactly what Jack Quinn yep. has been slotted to be yep. going into the draft. Like this dude, he scores goals. That's all he does. You want to do, yep. he's just going to fucking snipe five on five power play. I don't care. He's like all on crack, but like he can actually play a full 200 foot game.
2: <laughs> full 200 foot, you would hope to, yeah. Uh, real quick. Those pictures I mentioned earlier, uh, you look in the back right there, Tony Khan <laughs> by the saber. <Savior. laughs> So that's incredible. <laughs> Look at good, that guy.
4: Good
3: mask.
2: Oh good yeah, boy. absolutely. But uh, you know, just real quick before we wrap up here, Sean, uh, I want to get more on your Canucks. Uh, what mm-hmm. are your? I mean, obviously, it was a big surprise this year where you guys finished out. Um, I was very surprised. I've become a Vancouver Canucks fan just by your my relationship now with you guys with Point at point, the Point Shot Podcast, uh, formerly Area Fifty Fifty uh, One the 51, yeah. and, um, I, uh, I just, you know, it was very surprising to see the decline of your team this year. You guys let go of, you know, you guys went to Thatcher Demko instead of uh, re- bringing back Markstrom. You brought in Braden Holby um, you know, you let Tyler Toffoli go, which, I mean, that mm-hmm. has to drive you all so nuts, um,
4: Oh you know man. Vancouver's ready to ride all over again
2: because it's, it's fully like, Yeah no,
4: you see how well he's performing.
3: Especially since so the angry. word came out that like yeah I would have stayed, they just never gave me a deal. I oh he put...
4: wanted to come back, like, <laughs> it's it's like yeah, come, I would have like, I would have definitely advocated... come
3: to the table, but they didn't offer me anything, so I left. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Like it's like it's it one thing crazy. if you got
3: low balled and he's like, yeah, nah. But they just were like oh, shit, that's what we forgot to do. We forgot to give him an offer sheet. Fuck. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's kind I of crazy. On. <laughs>
4: yeah, exactly. Well, and that's kind of what it sounded like when they asked Jim Benning, like, what happened? He's like, oh, we just ran out of time. Like, and then later he's like, oh, no, like, I was, you know, I, I didn't mean it like that. Like, yes, you did. Like, you meant you ran Don't out back of time. Out. <laughs> and that was your first answer was that you, you simply didn't have the time. You the guy was the car, free you agent for three away. days. You got on the highway.
3: You realized you didn't have your wallet.
4: You're fucked. You lose. Yeah. The <laughs> coffee's still on the top of the car. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, the, the biggest, like, the weirdest thing, Vancouver, this, this season. So, like, after the playoff, well, I would even go back. I'll go back to the Toffoli trade when we landed him. I said, okay, this team needs to make the playoffs every single year now. Like, this is an expectation now. You're, you're putting your chips in. You're trading a good prospect in Tyler Madden. You're trading good draft capital. We had no first or second round pick at uh, the draft last year. And if Toffoli would have resigned, we would have also not had our fourth. So we would have had three picks in the draft. So like it was like this is us going all in. Uh, I didn't mind them walking away from Markstrom because I knew he'd get way overpaid. Thank you, Calgary. I didn't mind walking away from Tanov, same exact reason. Plus, he never is ever healthy. Um, the last yep. two years are a complete anomaly that he's been healthy for it. Uh, Josh Levo, I didn't mind because he had his knee injury uh, and major knee surgery. Tofoli was priority number one. They needed to bring back Tyler Tofoli. They had one job to do, and they dropped the ball. And it's frustrating. Like, it's, it's beyond frustrating because we paid a top draft pick and a, and a top prospect of ours uh, for 10 games of Tyler Toffoli in a season that we were not cup contenders, right? Like, nobody was coming into the playoffs thinking we were going to win the cup that year. Like, that was our, our championship year. And, like, we were just kind of cracking that open. So Toffoli needed to be part of that. Uh, Watching him then go to Montreal and do what he's done there is just extra salt in the wound. But Canucks have a lot of decisions to make this offseason. Like I'm hearing different rumors that Canucks may uh, be open to moving off of the ninth overall pick. As far as I'm concerned, you need as many entry-level contracts as possible. You need to make that pick. Um, Aside from that, you basically are just kind of stuck waiting for all of Jim Benning's bad contracts to expire. You got <laughs> Beagle. You got Ericsson, You got that's a
3: really bad deal. Uh, Brusell,
4: <laughs> uh, like you, you've got Holpe. Like all of these are bad deals that should never have been signed. Um, and I didn't agree like,
2: with the Holpe deal at all. I hated that.
4: The Holpe deal was not good, like from the start. And the the whole the whole idea was that you were going to turn to Thatcher Demko, so why would you overpay for Holpi to like? Everybody saw what he did in the Vegas series.
3: Yeah. It was the exact same Down thing they did. They drafted Spencer Knight and then 10 days later paid Bobrovsky $10 million for seven yeah, years. Oh, my oh. God.
2: Like, how Bone-headed. about that How about that situation? I lost my mind when they drafted Spencer, when they signed Bobrovsky. <laughs> what are you doing? You think Spencer Knight taking the first round is going to wait that long to finally get a crack at it? Because that's an untradeable contract. That, tra- that contract is more untradeable than Jeff Skinner. Hundred percent because maybe he's he, a goalie. Yeah, bec- well, because so if well, he sucks,
3: there's no way you know, to. He's got like he's got if like what, sucks, six just more throw years? On the fourth
2: line. Yeah, I mean, you could you could you could just get, get to a couple of years a completely turnaround of Jeff Skinner where he'll score a couple thirty-five goal seasons, and maybe maybe if you package picks with him, you could trade that contract. You are not getting out of that Sergei Bobrovsky. And guess what? He lost the starting job. Like that's just like <laughs> it, it blows my mind. And I said I said it like. Watch him lose the job because he is vastly very inconsistent and he loses the job. And now you have Dreger who's gonna be a UFA and Spencer Knight. It's just it blows my mind just the like the great moves they made in free agency with Duclair, um Verhaggy and uh why uh why Hornquist. Hornquist. Yes, Hornquist. Hornquist, Yeah, like those great moves they made, those very high value, low cost moves they made.
1: <laughs> and then
0: you sign Super Dave a promise of ten million
1: dollars a year. Like, are you kidding me?
0: I love the Sam Bennett deal too. Whole be yeah. I love that deal yeah. for them. I love that, that fucking mustache. That was yeah. A, yeah. that was yeah.
1: That was, yeah.
3: That, was yeah. A, yeah. Boom, that was a fucking. Motorhead stash, I loved it. Circling, <laughs> circling back to
0: the whole p deal, though, I circling
2: didn't... circling back to this.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that just is crazy crazy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can we we could
3: just slide that over to the right side of the screen so we can just hide the least that's fans? You.
0: <laughs> I didn't mind uh, the, the whole p. I like what I saw coming was that hey, you you still have a veteran goalie. That's going to be there uh, to kind of mentor Demko with Markstrom leaving. He's only going to be um, in uh, on the team until the end of the 2021-2022 20, uh, 20, season. Then he's gone. And then it's all Demko. So he's going to be there next year. I think Demko is still the guy and and, and hope he's the backup. Oh, but he's much. the mentor. So I I didn't mind that deal. But, man, yeah, there's a lot of deals that uh, the... Jim, Jim Benning and his five head have made that aren't. Great,
2: I uh, well, and I don't
4: mind Holtby. Like I don't mind the the thought process of going the Holtby route, especially with uh, the expansion draft. I honestly thought he was expansion fodder. Right, like as soon as he came in, I was like, "Perfect, they picked a guy that they're going to take." Um, and I mean, that could still happen, but the problem is the money, right? Like the the money that they gave to Holtby. Uh, so it's actually a backloaded deal. So he's making $5.7 million next year. Right. Um, so he's, again, another buyout-proof kind of contract, right? So that if Seattle doesn't take him, you can't move off and, and switch gears and maybe look at a, a, a dragger, right? I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I, just, I, don't,
0: I don't think that really hurts Vancouver too much. I, don't, I, I honestly don't think one more year of hopey. I, 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 I don't see that being a big issue. Oh, so they're uh, not going
1: to be ready to go anytime soon anyway. No. no. Not, like, the, sure. the
4: the biggest thing is that the Pedersen and Hughes contracts are this offseason, right? Yeah. And we mm-hmm. barely, barely have enough money to potentially just keep the team that we have, which is already bad, right? Like, this isn't a good team. <laughs> it's a good thing so we Patterson can barely the afford the players here. that we already have. So we're not improving, right? Yeah. Um, well,
0: like I was just saying, like it's a good thing Pedersen didn't have a great year in his contract year. You know that that it will help either. a little bit, a, a little, hard, a little right? bit, but not not a ton. But it'll help a little bit. I, I have a quick question here for you guys, for the Sabers and in the, the Canucks organizations, and mm-hmm. to you, Pat's, and I'll be asking you this uh, tomorrow on our pod. Who who does Seattle take from Buffalo, Toronto, and Vancouver? Who do you think you guys are losing?
3: Um,
2: possibly Cody Eakin, uh, maybe a Colin Miller.
3: Colin Colin Miller makes the most sense. Yeah,
0: I would take Colin Miller for sure. Me too.
3: He'd be be your good third guy. I mean, if he can finally stop trying to make the check at the worst possible opportunity and then letting some player rush down the ice after his check didn't land and somebody else just picked up the puck effortlessly, then that's like the (laughs) crux of his game. He always tries to make the body play at the worst possible fucking time. Like while two people are on him, like he's got the guy that with the puck and all he needs to do is just tap it slightly to the side for the guy, other guy like supporting him on his side just to just in. Yeah, and then no, like Miller's happening. Miller's like caught up having bodied this one dude while the puck is like already at their blue line and he's just MIA. And that's right. led to so many goals and it's so frustrating but if Seattle's watching, he's really good. He's a really good veteran presence, and he'd be an asset to any locker room on the West Coast far, far, far away from me.
2: I just got a, I just got a text message from Steve Dangle. He goes, who is even the consensus first overall pick? My dad, the guy holding the time at the game.
1: I love, I love fucking Dangle's fucking uh, – his, his, uh, I yeah, saw his little clip when uh, Dermot gave the puck away in overtime. And fucking Dangle's watching the game, and he's like, oh, no. Oh, Dermot. Oh. oh. <laughs> if there's, a, if
2: there's a, I mean, out of the entire fan base, if there's a guy you feel for, man, like, granted, we're all fans, but here's the thing. There's the difference between us and a guy like Steve Dangle is, yeah, he's gotten where he is by being a fan, and, you know, he did a really good job at marketing himself and whatnot, now he gets paid to do it, and that's his gig. This is where I respect those guys the most, and, is we can just choose to ignore it, right? Like if after we, after we lose, we can just like go home and just not like look at Twitter or decide to not turn the radio on or just not just ignore it, right? Just because you know what's going to do to you. These guys gotta go on, and, like they have to. They have to. And it's just like in here in Buffalo or in Vancouver or in, or in Toronto. It's just like when it's literally and like for us, honestly. For the Sabres, I feel like this is like worse than the Bills drought of 17 years only because like the Bills at least teased you here and there. They teased you with like 9 and 7 seasons, 8 and 8. They were in the hunt near the end of the season. There they were games that mattered. Sabres, fuck no. Like, <laughs> that's no, like, no, <laughs> yeah, no, Man,
3: that's, <laughs> yeah. all, that's all I want. That's all I want. Like, somewhere <laughs> close. You don't even need to get yeah, it. Matter, but like But We've been yeah. like 25 or under for the past
1: decade. The, but that, the guy, guy right depressing. below me here, or is he right there? Yeah. The Sabres would be good this year.
0: <laughs> no, no, last year I thought they were going to be good. Oh, oh. oh hey,
3: really I, I didn't realize like you had some team I, team. I didn't realize you had some tea to spill. Please go on.
0: Continue. No, I, 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 I root for the Sabres. I feel bad for you guys, but it's and, and producer Steve, I, I'm I'm hearing you say this is all you want and like that fucking depresses a shit. Of me, it's like I mean, God, I want for that. next year, short term. <laughs> that's, that's all I want. You just want to like challenge for a fucking playoff spot and lose. That's what you. If that's <laughs> what I want short
3: term. I don't want twenty, 20 five
0: or under uh, again. Listen, you if
3: anyone
2: remembers, that. if anyone remembers the night that David Ayers went in and became a fucking legend. Oh yeah. At, I was live streaming and I was losing my mind. (laughs) I ran around my house. I ran around my driveway outside. Oh, (laughs) the stupid soccer song you guys sing! I can't stand it. But I was, we don't I was literally. It. That's, the That's a fucking Habs. Whatever, dude. No, you guys come first, first off. you guys do come into our bar and you do sing that stupid song. I really? witnessed it. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Leaf
0: Lee fans do that. Do I've that, seen, no it. I have seen
2: it. I have Link seen
0: fans. it. Lee fans, they
1: do it to Link mock fans. the Habs in your building.
2: Maybe, <laughs> sure, but they still do it.
1: So <laughs> Look, nothing's
3: literally... going to be more annoying than the uh, Flyers fans doing the Ric Flair, woo, all the time. I hate it.
2: Literally, I, I literally, it. I was just twisting the knife, and I honestly, I, I I took some heat for not doing that, you know, a few days ago when you guys lost. I'm like, but like, I, I just can sympathize with it. I can. It's because too soon,
3: too what, soon. We, well, no, no, no what, what it's not even worse? that.
2: Like, it's, it, we our franchises don't just lose. We've made it an art form. We've made yeah. losing an
1: art form because we like just you're, don't. You're like you're way down here at the bottom, just shitting the bed. And we get all the way to the top, and then we shit the bed.
0: Yeah, it, it's a, punch,
1: <laughs> We're a
2: punchline. Which or a punchline. is almost
1: as embarrassing,
2: It's fucking brutal.
1: Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> maple oh, leaves we'll have the
4: courtesy to shit on the sheets. The
3: sabers are the turds that have soaked into the mattress over years and years and years. <laughs> <Yeah>. years <laughs> to the point you just have to throw it to the That's fucking curb. Really like... And write, Pacula's free. Please <laughs> take.
2: Yeah, the Sabers—they they, make a headline. <laughs> we're a headline. We're a punchline. We just don't lose. There's always controversy or just some epic collapse. You know, it, that's what—that's why it's worse because it's just like you uh, can never just get the games that matter. And
0: we're it, a punchline. You know, the, the Leafs are a punchline in in Canada as well. Like, oh, yeah. I, the the text messages, the memes, the gifts from from friends, family, and and you guys are the alike.
2: Yankees. You guys are the Yankees of hockey.
0: Yeah. yeah, 100%. the Cowboys, or the Cowboys, and, or yeah. the Cowboys. I saw, I saw and Stephen the... A.
2: Smith, Stephen A Smith calls you guys are the Cowboys of hockey. <laughs> I, I, I guess, yeah. That was that, I was that he's least,
4: talking hockey, man. That's yeah, the and best. you
2: know, and it's I'm like the best, the best, the best, the, the best <laughs> is he's talking, he's talking hockey with this like confidence that like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You guys are the fucking Dallas Cowboys. You know, he's like, you know, he's talking, he's texting people that he's like,
3: like looking off camera, like, that was funny, right? Like, yeah,
1: yeah, oh.
3: <laughs> got him. That's a get, <laughs> nah, <it's laughs> but funny. now, now I'm really looking forward to Stephen A. Smith fucking tearing into every single franchise. When they like the Stephen A. Smith gang, yeah, it, it might put Dangle out of business because he's just gonna, ah. fucking, he's just gonna fucking t- because, like, Dangle's just like. He'll, I think- he'll, like, try to get into the head mindset of the player. It's like, I can see why you might have thought this was a good idea, but you just fucked it up. That's a dang yeah. And Stephen A. Smith is just going to be like, are you out of your God dang mind? <laughs> what it'll is be, wrong think, with I think, you?
2: I think, I think the Stephen A. Smith shtick will be funny for a while, but it will like it will wear it will wear on people.
1: Be like, eventually, he'll know.
3: learn the game, so his shtick will become refined. I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think it'll, get it'll, get it better. hasn't got old for basketball yet, so I don't see it getting old for hockey as long as he learns the game.
2: <laughs> well, the, the thing he's got going for him, he's very loud. And he's very polarizing, for sure. So
3: we don't know anything Stephen about Smith. loud, polarizing hosts. Here at two no. goalies, one Mike. We don't know anything. No, we don't know. <laughs> 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 hey, uh,
1: really I know
2: we've been going here for a little over an hour. Is Dwayne loud? Am I loud? A little loud. I'm a little no, You're loud. not bad.
1: Dwayne's loud. I'm I heard Dwayne fucking yelling his face off.
2: Yeah. Before we before we sign off here, just uh, expansion draft to get your guys' opinions on that. Uh, you know, what should we expect? What contracts do you think will get unloaded on you know, will it be exactly like what happened with uh um, Vegas, or what will the differences be? You know, you I'll start. Or what? What doing? No, no, I'm plugging. I'm plugging in the MacBook. <laughs> plugging in the MacBook. Not the pants are coming off. I had to plug in the MacBook just to make sure that uh we don't go. Everyone's here.
3: showing off some leg. If I, I, I yeah, feel
2: right? like I should, but like you know, what, get do you, what do you what do you guys there. what do you guys expect out of the expansion draft? Sean, I'll start with you.
4: <laughs> Honestly, I do think we'll see a lot of what we saw. With the Vegas Golden Knights, not to the same degree. Like I don't think teams are going to be swindled so badly. But look, Seattle's going to be a good team. Like they're they're gonna. There's a lot of good options available. There's a lot of teams that are in really really tough cap situations that are going to have to try to make new moves to to offload contracts to them, and they're gonna they're gonna ask for sweeteners, and they should honestly, like, absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean.
3: I mean that They're third gonna be D good. pairing. That third D pairing of Colin Miller and Tyler Myers is going to light up the Seattle leaks.
4: Oh light my up God. Seattle.
2: I will. I will
4: personally drive Tyler Myers to Seattle <laughs> to, if to they the airport. Him. <laughs> I, no, I'll I drive mean, him like, right to the. To
2: the you. arena. you. will
3: put Bye. him in your bicycle I'll, basket and ride him I'll over the border. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll meet you halfway. I'll meet you halfway over
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, like I, I just, as far as I'm Meyer concerned, I don't on the Leafs. Oh, done. Take him. What are you? What are you giving? You want Ristolainen? <laughs> I I would love Ristolainen.
1: <laughs> is Martyr on the table? I would. Martyr, Martyr <laughs> is most do. definitely on the table after these. Playoffs.
0: See, no, he's Martyr see for see? Have a argument that. over that tomorrow. one bad year. That's Nothing. all it takes. I don't. No, I don't it's understand. Not, it's
1: not one bad year. It's how many? A lot play, of how many play playoff games without a goal? Like sixteen? Like, come on. Well, yeah, right please. now,
3: playoff performance is irrelevant. So,
1: no, short term, that's fine. <laughs> I'll remind you. Oh, yeah, what, you like guys, it doesn't matter.
4: <laughs> this is my th- this is my thoughts on Marner real quick. I would not trade Mitch Marner, and the oh. reasoning is is if, if you look at Edmonton and what they did with Jordan Eberle wasn't scoring in the playoffs, and they looked and they're like he didn't score for X number of games. This guy's He doesn't show up, trade him, and so they got rid of him. They got rid of Taylor Hall after their one playoff run. And they have had zero playoff success since. They made it to the playoffs this year, got swept. They are a thin team. The problem is that you have to replace those guys. And Mitch Martin will turn around. Like, he'll, he'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you.
4: I think he's the least of your guys' issues. Like, Same. did he show up? No. But you know what? Like, look at what Tampa yeah. did. They got destroyed by Columbus. Exactly. And they kept, they kept it together. They didn't make any groundbreaking blow ups. They could have. And then they were champions the next year. There's a lot of promise in Toronto still. Yeah. You just got to yeah.
0: hold tight. I, I, I have that written down for our script for tomorrow, that exact reference. So, yes. I. Yeah. I, I yeah, I always write a script, you lazy prick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, speaking really of the crack really and going back to what Dwayne said, I, busy, I know he's
2: too busy, uh, he's too busy oh, crushing beers and showing leg over there to carry out. I, I
1: didn't want to I'm get waiting
2: those, really I'm waiting
3: for those I'm waiting for those feet pick, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> feet picks. I'm I'm <laughs> the opposite on I don't can we get that full
1: screen real quick?
3: Right. But, uh, you can keep making your point, but we need we need some more of
0: that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All
1: right, settle down over there.
0: I was I was just saying I'm I'm kind of feeling the opposite way that Sean's feeling with Seattle. I don't think that they're going to be a great team off the hop. I think that the GMs uh, across the the NHL have have learned their lesson from George McPhee, and I don't think that they want to do it again. I I think that maybe there's one or two. You, you always like Arizona to make a dumb deal, um, but geez i i really don't see them being a strong team like i don't see them making um making the playoffs uh like like vegas did and fuck they're not going to the stanley cup final that's just my opinion
4: i mean yeah I agree they're not going to the final but they'll be <laughs> they'll make a good stride like the, the issue with seattle is that there's not a lot for top six options available right now nope. um so like they're Unless they go all out in free agency, which they are going to have the money to do so. Like like my projection with my picks and everything for Seattle has them about 25 to $30 million in cap space. So, I mean, that gives lots of potential to take bad contracts with sweeteners, uh, to shop in free agency. They have lots of, fl- of flexibility. And, you know, if they're able to convince uh, like a a T or pluck like a TJ Oshi or somebody like that. Like I don't see them as good as Vegas, but I see them certainly as like a, a playoff potential, like a bubble team.
0: Right. So like where, where producer Steve wants Buffalo to be, that's where Seattle will be this year. Like, instantly. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Through no fault of their own. A no. No, no, that that's,
2: I still, I, that's a still participation t- trophy. I still – I was still flab- – I'm still to – today's day flabbergasted that Florida allowed uh, Marcia out to go over to Vegas. Like, he was a 30-goal scorer. I think that year wow. he just gave him, just gave a Marcia yeah.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's, it's well, look holiday. at what Anaheim
4: did too, right? Like, giving away she- Shea Theodore uh in order to protect like manson right
1: so there there's
4: gonna be teams that do really dumb stuff like i just don't think it's gonna be the same teams like uh like you said arizona uh they're they're not a smart franchise i could see them doing something tremendously stupid
0: yeah
4: um i could honestly see i don't think anything's gonna happen with vancouver but they're gonna they're gonna get some they're going to get some good players. Like, there's a lot of teams that are really deep. They're going to get a good one from Carolina, a good one from Tampa.
2: Like, Tampa is, a, Tampa is interesting because I think Tampa, you know, you have a team that are, they're getting called cheaters right now for, you know, finding ways <laughs> around the cap. Yeah. You know, they're 10 million over. But, you know, Sorelli. Surelli. Well, yeah, exactly. What team wouldn't do that if given the opportunity? But, you know, Sorelli obviously didn't perform the way they probably hoped. Um, you know, you had Braden Point. I think it was Braden Point signed that very team friendly deal. Correct? He signed yeah. like a very yeah. team friendly deal. Yeah, uh, but you have again, they're, they're going to have to find ways to un- unload like salary. And um, I why can I not think of his name? Um, Tyler Johnston. No, you know Tyler Johnson. Be one of them, sure. What? He's he's a UFA. I've been I've been very high on him. Uh, this Blake past Coleman.
4: Time.
2: Yes, Blake Coleman. I am a huge, huge Blake Coleman fan. If they're going to want to resign him, like he's going to get a raise, you have to find ways to unload his contract. If not, you let him walk. If I'm a Buffalo – if I'm Kevin Adams, that is one of the first guys, first agents I'm calling is Blake Coleman because that guy is absolutely what a team like Buffalo needs, a guy who's going to block shots, who's going to play hard along the boards. He's going to be – he has the ability to score goals. And you know what? If everything goes the way it's – the way it seems gonna go with Tampa, he might have two Stanley Cup rings, and you doesn't hurt having a couple Stanley Cup rings in your room with a team full of you know 21, 22, 23 year old hockey players.
4: That's who I have circled for the Canucks too is Blake Coleman. But like if I'm Seattle and I'm looking at Tampa Bay, and you know that they need you to take Tyler Johnson, right? I would phone them and say, I'm not taking Tyler Johnson. I'm taking Eric Cernak.
2: Yep, Cernak, and then, another one.
4: And then seeing how desperate they get to pawn Tyler Johnson off on me because oh, I sure. am walking away with Cernak, Johnson or Johnson and something else, right? Like, yep, like that's what I'm doing if I'm Seattle. Is I'm I'm saying, look,
2: you're, that you're guy taking, that
4: you want to keep, I'm taking him. What are you going to give me to not take him?
2: Yeah, yeah. It, well, exactly. You know, you know that that's what sucks about being a team like like okay, like Vancouver, who's in cap, it has cap issues, or yeah. even worse, Tampa Bay you have these players that, you know, you want, you you don't want to expose, but you're kind of in a situation where you're forced to you're, you're, you're biting your nails. Like, please, you know, don't touch them. And you're willing to give up assets in order to protect those players, much like what kept happening in the Vegas expansion draft.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, same thing's going to happen with Carolina, right? Like they can immediately look and say, look, we're going to take Jake Bean. Um, And if they let you take Jake Bean, then cool. But if not, I mean, maybe they give you somebody else, right? Like, and I I see that for a lot of teams that are gonna be in that position. For the Canucks, like, I have no worries at all. Like, this is actually a great opportunity for the Canucks where we have hardly any players that are actually worth protecting. So you can go and trade for players that other teams can't protect and then protect them yourself, right?
2: Yeah, you have players on entry level deals. They're automatically protected.
4: like there's nobody on our blue line that I'm I would care to protect. Like I don't care. Outside right? of Hughes, like, but Hughes doesn't need to be protected.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but I'm just in retrospect, right? Obviously, but Hughes like, is there's the not player. a
4: single blue liner that I'd be like, oh no, please don't take. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Tyler Myers, to quickly, Levy, Like To quickly circle
3: Levy. onto the uh, the Carolina bit, uh, they do currently have four goalies. All four of those goalies are either UFAs or RFAs. The one RFA being Ned who's mm-hmm. doing most of the starting right now uh, for Toronto and us in Buffalo. Uh, I mean, I, 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 feel like Toronto's already done the, uh, the Reimer game. So no, thank you. Jurassic? But, uh, <laughs> no. James Reimer is also a part of their team yeah. who started. Yeah. No, in I Toronto mean, for long... Toronto, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, for Jurassic. Jurassic.
0: he's a good yeah. goalie. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, far and away the best, the best, Possible free agent next year is definitely Chris Dreger, like yeah, without a doubt. But if you can't get him and he goes somewhere where, you know, bullshit. three two,
0: I want Mirazik to uh, bring back the number two though. I loved when he uh, wore the number two for uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's juniors. Bad. I love
3: that. That would be pretty. That would be yeah. pretty great.
2: Yeah. All right. But uh, I'll I'll end it here with you guys from the hockey dummies, Stephen Pats. Uh, how do you feel about the expansion draft? Where do you if you're a Toronto, if, if if you're if you're Dubas, who are you exposing? Who are you trying to encourage Seattle to take?
0: I, I think I think Kerfoot's as good as gone. Yeah. I think I, I don't think that there's anyone else to really to really take. You know, we're gonna we're gonna hold on to uh, to Riley, we're gonna hold on to Muzzin, and we're gonna hold on to do Do we have to do we have to hold on to Sand Sandin, Pat, or who's the other defenseman that we're no, holding on? Nothing.
1: No, I we don't. There's lots of guys. I like, feel like
0: Sandin might not have played enough that he needs. Yeah, I, so I, don't, think he goes to. I don't
1: think so. I, think I But, but obviously, really we're going to so hang on, on to the long
0: long big four. four. You don't yeah. have to uh, Hyman. Uh, you don't have to protect because he's a UFA.
1: Yeah, same with uh, Anderson. Like, but he's not coming back anyway. But still, no, but
0: a spot there. No, you um, protect um, Campbell, um, obviously. Yep. Yeah, Campbell would be the goal that we protect, but um, I think I think Kerfoot's gone. Uh, yeah. that's that, I, I think
1: so too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's fine for us because I mean, like, regular season wise, he wasn't—he was shit. Like we talked about it all all the time on the podcast. I was like, "What is Kerfoot doing?" You know, but then the guy has a great playoff,
0: right? He did have a good so, playoff, and like he—and and you know what—and
1: that could be the selling point right there. Like, oh, look what he does—you know, when it when it matters. You know what? Yeah. Take him. It's three and a half million bucks. That's off our cap. Right? Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I totally leave help. Should a goalie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and that's the other big thing for us, right? Because when I look at, when I look at the, we're um, just gonna sit here on me now with my legs out. Yeah. me on that leg, shall we? But when <laughs> when I'm looking at the uh, like the, um, uh, the the Leafs uh, cap uh, friendly page here, it's like you know we got Matthews, uh, Tavares, Marner, Nylander. Uh, they're they're locked in. Uh, we better sign Zach Hyman back. He's a staple. Uh, and then you got the only other um, forwards that we really have locked in for next year: Kerfoot, McKeever, Engvall, and Brooks. Um, I I think um, you know. Hey, like Seattle could go. I've I'm, read fine. About, I'm
1: fine with losing Engvall too.
0: Like I'd be fine with lo- losing whatever. Engvall too. Actually, I actually like Brooks. Lot.
2: I mean, I don't know how serious I could take either of you because you want Rasmus Ristolainen on your hockey
1: team. So. <laughs> hey, I didn't I do. that. I was this fucking guy. He's, he's really good. good. He is so good. I mean, Fuck, I, I need, not I need as to kidding, watch. Tyler, need Tyler to Myers, though. Right? They need to do Myers. <laughs> <all laughs> on
4: <laughs>
1: the only thing better
3: <laughs> than Rasmus Ristolainen's gameplay is his haircut and facial hair. Right? Oh, that's
4: that's <laughs> true. true. Now that is the eye test.
2: He looks like a Viking born out of incest. He looks Pat like <laughs> All
0: right, All here, right, here, here's a question because I know how much uh, Pat loves Justin Hole. Who do oh, you guys oh. rather have, Risto Lane or Hole on your team? Hall We'll change it straight up. Hole. I'll change you oh, one we'll trade for
1: straight
0: one. Straight up. Hole so, for Risto. The
1: phone.
4: Oh
2: my
4: Hole. God, I would do Hall for Myers and Kevin. Yeah. Kevin, Yesterday. are you watching?
1: <laughs> These guys, I you really so you, you
2: you you do really live up to your name, the dummies. I mean you really live up to that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't disappoint. You definitely don't disappoint. So
3: he's whole mean, is older, but he's cheaper. Literally it's a smart economic move.
2: Literally, if you do an ancestry if you do an ancestry.com of both these guys, they definitely fall under okay. the Ralph Kruger. Uh, Jason Botterill family tree. So I uh, <laughs> 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 is, they just didn't
3: adopt to the system. The system's good.
2: The team's yeah. terrible. <laughs> oh, guys! But honestly, oh, guys, I've had a ton of fun with you guys tonight. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I just want, before we let you guys go, remind everybody that this was brought to you by Manscape.com. Twenty percent off your purchase plus free shipping when you use code word Trainwreck. All capital letters T R A I N W R E C K. Get yourself the uh, the uh, lawnmower three has the built in flashlight. You never knew you needed a flashlight on your razor until you had one. Helps keep the uh, helps keep the beard uh, you know all trimmed and uh, hedged up uh, the correct way. Or the uh, it's waterproof, so you you a know, hot date you gotta get hop in the shower, bring it in the shower with you. Uh, Absolutely uh, unbelievable products over at manscaped.com. So manscaped.com, Cobra trainer, 20% off plus free shipping. Sean, Steve, uh, Pat's unbelievable. Thanks for coming on with us. Any last thoughts?
0: That's it, baby. I'd say go leaves go, but that ain't happening. So let's no, go Jets. True. Yeah.
1: And the Jets go. are down 4-2 right now. This is embarrassing. Fuck. <laughs> I told
3: abs in 16.
0: I just said Abs
1: 4. They so sweep fucking. everyone. Yes. <laughs> undefeated playoff
4: march <laughs> that would be fucking legendary i would man, unbelievable
3: yeah, i would move to colorado out. tomorrow
2: i don't think i don't <laughs> think <too>. would, <laughs> see ya <laughs> we'll i don't think they mates. would sweep i don't think they would sweep tampa i think that would no.
3: be well uh, that's be, just like gone. your opinion man
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean just i uh i'm interested i i one last thought I'm interested to see how far Montreal can go with, uh, with with Carey Price because I've been a big guy. I've been a big advocate of never paying your goalie a lot of money. I think I I tap out right around six million a year just because I think there's just too much proof and you don't have to pay your goalie that much money to win. Uh, you got Crawford the in Chicago. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got you got Crawford in Chicago. You remember Anthony? Maybe won a cup with them. Obviously you saw what happened last year in Dallas with uh why can't I remember his name? Kodovin.
4: Uh Kodobin,
2: oh, Kodobin. yes, Kadovin. Uh obviously you between Murray in uh, Pittsburgh who you know obviously failed to live up to the, the shadow of Marc Andre Fleury. And even Fleury's never won a Mesna, you know, and you never had to pay him an insane amount of money. So I just I I've always been against paying your goalies a lot of money, and that's why I've always been against not against Carey Price, but you know, just like, just imagine how much better that team could be if they weren't committed, not committed to a goaltender for ten million a year. And I'm definitely interested to see where the halves go, uh, you know, with Carey Price and how well he's playing. Because the biggest mistake Toronto made in that series was allowing Carey Price to get locked in. You you, yeah. you you have to get in his face. You have to disrupt him. You have to. You cannot allow Carey Price to get locked in in the playoffs because once you do, it's over. It is absolutely over. You are not that. And I said this on uh, on our local radio station. You know, you know, outside of obviously Marner not performing, you're not getting enough from Matthews, even though he got the chances. I personally think injuries and running into a playoff form. Carry Price is what really did you win. You know, Carry Price was playing un, un, phenomenal, like yeah. not unbeatable, but like. When you don't have everything going for you to begin with, and then you run into Carey Price, even when you're playing desperate, it's just you're not going to win.
0: No, no, I, I I wholeheartedly agree. He was he was dialed in, man. Like there were times where it was just like they, uh, like they got they got one, and it was like we're done. And like there's like we ended up tying it up a couple times, taking it to overtime. And I I just I always felt unsettled. I always felt like. Going into the games, the Leafs should have won four to one or, or three nothing. And like, I just, it just, they just never had it. And it was like, just each minute, each like sections of five minutes going by each game, each period going by. And it was like, we're tied, we're down by one, or we're chasing it. It was like, felt like we were always chasing it. And we just couldn't, we couldn't get it past price, man. we, and, were, uh, we were fucking you know, gassed you know, after
1: game four. After game four, we were gassed. And that was it. Right.
2: Here, r- r- one last thing, real quick. Obviously, I've said you know one last thing a couple times. Uh, Going <laughs> over to the Dean Blendell, you live here uh, now. Those, those guy, those guys from the, the, the beer league, what the beer league boys. Yeah. Um, uh, Cole, uh, I forget his name. He, I,
3: awesome,
2: I know. I, yeah, I, the beard, the bearded, the bearded one. Um, the guy with the face. Yes, he. Yeah, the guy with the face and the facial <laughs> okay. hair. He he keeps he keeps tweeting at me uh, about a co- a take he had. Uh, last time I went live with Dean and it, it was that I would rather build my team around Nathan McKinnon than Connor McDavid and I think that it's still to this day one of the worst hockey takes I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't care I, I don't care what your you, Colorado is a more developed team it's taken them a while to get where they are and I know I'm going to hear about it tonight if he's on so I just want to get your guys takes now. Is that the, one of the dumbest takes you've ever heard?
0: I don't think it's the dumbest take I've ever heard but it's um, I would take uh, McDavid over McKinnon. I'm thinking McDavid
1: over anybody on the planet.
0: Yeah. No. Okay.
1: Okay. My question yeah. is Does McDavid.
4: do we take Caphead into consideration on this too?
2: No, he doesn't take Caphead into consideration. We got to work in player. a hypothetical
3: world the where they both make like the exact same amount of
2: money. He just takes the player. He thinks the player is better. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. McKinnon no, is a yeah, world class hockey player. McDavid is like, he reminds me so much of Burray in his prime. When Burray, he does things with the puck at full speed during games that professional hockey players in the NHL can't do during practice at half speed. And it's, it's insane yeah. to watch. It's insane to watch. Like, I I, I, I truly think, uh, I mean, I never thought that we'd ever see a player that would chase Gretzky records. But, I mean, I'm not saying it's possible. The points record is so, the most unbreakable record in, in all of sports. But there, 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 there—he'll maybe get, get a sniff at maybe some se- some single season records. I don't, I don't know. I, I just over a hundred
4: points in fifty six games is nuts.
2: Yeah, like, I don't no. care what division you play, that's, dude. That's that's, that's just ignorant. How dare that, you? it's just insanity. <laughs> yeah. It was rude. What what, what, think, what are
3: they the North what, North North what North. are they feeding that kid in Edmonton? What are they
2: What are they even feeding him? Since Not he was playoff 12? games. <laughs> <laughs> hey!
1: Hey!
3: Oh, him four Come on, play. man. Yeah. You know that you said now, Now Vancouver's going to finish 33rd somehow <laughs> Ew.
4: Fuck off, and still
3: not get the first. And we're going to finish 34th. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Figure it out. I don't know how it works. It just happens. This is the NHL. Anything is possible.
2: It is, it is. I, I just love watching Connor McDavid, man. And it, as, as much as it sucks to say that, because obviously that was the same year we got Eichel. Nothing against Eichel, but. McDavid is just all worldly. He's all godly. He's a je- he's a fucking Jedi for God's sakes. It's, it's insane <laughs> to
1: watch. So yeah. fucking Jedi. No, McDavid's is. the obvious is. answer
4: if Connors if you don't Skywalker. take yeah. Cap pace. If you don't take Skywalker. Cap into consideration, it's McDavid. If you take Cap yeah. into consideration, Even if you McDavid half for half half the price of McDavid, is no. Half.
3: Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, we're talking about building a team around a single player, so let's put it into fantasy perspective. You have the first pick. Who the hell do you pick? Connor McDavid. Like, again, it goes back to the Stephen A. Smith thing. Like, the the only thing you need to know about hockey is that the puck is black and that Connor McDavid is one of the best fucking players of this generation. That's all you need to know. Pick the guy, he's right there. Or you could pick Jack Quinn. (laughs) Second, it all comes closer.
0: (laughs) 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 But you know, McDavid was the second best skater in our fantasy league this year. Only behind his partner Leon Drysaddle, number one. Leon Dreisadl was number one in Drysaddle was number one. Really? Yep. I can see, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. right, right I, behind I, him was McDavid, and the top goalie was Varlamov. Varlamov, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
4: Yeah, those guys
0: had good deals. I love guess. that
4: Barry Trotz system, man. got love yes. that. Yeah. He's I
3: the winningest scoring. coach in all of hockey. Give me and that, a Dewey Croz, Super- if you're listening. I want to have yeah. a big heaping helping of Chicken Parmary for the rest of their playoff <laughs> oh, run.
2: Dude, uh, it's so boring to watch, though, man. It's definitely it But Look, okay.
3: Anyone, anyone beating Boston is not boring. I don't care who you are. That's, yeah. true, that's true. Anyone beating Boston makes me happy. Nobody likes Boston. The rat face Brad Marchand.
4: To that the is moon. something we can Go all away. agree on here. Yeah. But that is the case. Okay. One quick thing. So Barry Trotz, <laughs> when he was a free agent, and won the cup in 2018 with Washington, and they weren't going to bring him back. Canucks decided to go with Willie Desjardins as their coach <laughs> instead. It's all, it's I will never forget me. that, man. I'll never forget that. Like, we Benning at a betting. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, only, like, the
0: only, the only worst Bank move from that. General. Like, yeah. Well it, I, I'm still blown away that that Washington didn't uh pony up. You know, like that. What oh, a bad thing. Washington move that was. was so
4: dumb not to. They but they had their their coach in the wings, right? Like Todd Reardon was the guy they were trying to groom and they were giving trots his last hurrah and then he wins the cup. Uh yeah. and that should have been enough to be like, okay, maybe they our go- yeah, <laughs> oh. stupid let him go.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh, Lou well, right. with the clutch. Yeah. You class, know, sometimes sometimes
3: class. I think the Jack Quinn pick was taken because they just assumed Marco Rossi would be gone and they had already made the jersey for <laughs> Quinn. So it's like, they thought are, he was already good. we already spent the money on the jersey. We can't yeah, just.
1: That's like
3: a, a good
0: very point. Buffalo reason. Like, sometimes you got to dance knockout. with the girl that took you,
3: right?
4: You know, Buffalo like you can't. <laughs> The, the
0: knockoff jerseys oh down the street
4: God. that were made by the Pagulas, yeah, you already um, Quinn on it.
2: The, the funny part about that story is that the knockoff Quinn they with made a K. A, the, the knockoffs they made K-W-I-A. on 90's <laughs> night. Those, those those knockoffs, K, comma I, Quinn. Before I mean, now, now I have to bring up that picture. Those knockoffs they made off on 90s night. Those were actually oh, made so by bad. a. By a Pagula-owned company called AdPro Sports here, so they they got those jerseys from their own company out of desperation, and they still turned out like garbage. Hold on, uh, I I gotta bring up that picture real quick if I can. Just give yeah, me we it, can
3: we can keep the screen on Sean here.
2: I'm getting used to it. <laughs>
4: I'm
3: I'm over your legs. We don't care about that anymore.
4: Yeah, I need to need to pull mine out. I guess yeah. Get that chest out. <laughs> oh Flex my it. god!
3: Show us what's up. <laughs> yeah. If I can find, if, if I the imaginary lats syndrome. Ooh, going. you
4: got that Casey
3: Middlestat draft body. Ooh, you strong <laughs> boy. Get him. <'em. laughs>
4: Looking like a, a Peter pic-
2: There was a picture with Jitnik that was absolutely legendary at how bad these jerseys were. Man, I gotta see if I can find it. It
3: Hashik, H A S H E K K.
4: Oh my God. I C K at
2: the end. Yeah. Like kind of oh, my <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It was it was super bad. It was super bad. Um I'll see if I can find it.
3: Yeah, B R E A I R. Bree air. What's the problem? Come on. <laughs>
1: They like, were they geez, were super, super look I'm just I'm
3: sad. just gonna keep shit posting in real life until you bring up this picture. So you better stop you better bring up that picture or I'm just not yeah. gonna
2: stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. do stop. shit nick next, next. Yeah. <laughs> there's some there's some super bad ones, man. I don't I even know it.
3: how to spell that in real life. Oh there it is, there it is,
2: <laughs> there it is, there, <laughs> is, there it is. <laughs> Hold on, I got it. I can't spell. <laughs> I went to publish. Not a of It's okay. They were so
4: so. P e g o o l u a. goo. That's what they signed on their own
2: contracts. <laughs>
4: yeah. So technically, they're null and void because they're not really signed. Mm. So they can there just you go. So you could say goodbye to. That's how you get rid of Jeff Skinner right there.
2: That's how you void do the it?
4: contract based off a
2: typo. You see, you, you know, this is where this is where the contract went wrong. Hold on, I'm going to bring it up right now. Give me one moment. This is very professional to me, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. See, this
3: but, is why you uh, need to have your graph. This is why we need another producer
2: to get you your graphics. Yes, Queue we them do. Up. We do have them. Have them queued up. You know, we're not. We're not to that that point Ty yet. Ty just
3: had to be at a baseball
2: game with yeah. no Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. <laughs> no wifi. We no love
3: you, Ty. That. If you're watching.
2: Yeah. Hold on. I, so this, how about this? This, this picture is the Mets. <laughs> this picture is worth the wait, guys. Just give me one second here, and I'll post it. Oh, there it is. Hold on, one second. This uh, these are the jerseys. Unbelievable. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the bubble is
4: not even straight, dude. No. Oh,
2: was, wow. No, that's what that's looking. Why at is that. it angled that up? It, I know. <laughs> That's what they tried though. The collars are so wrong. It's so
3: bad. <laughs> I actually I it actually have so a goat bad. I have a crappy goat head blank in my closet here. I, well, look at, well, look well.
2: at the A. Look at the A on Brad May's shoulder. How like like dude, it's a... like 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 He's it's going literally... around his back. It, yeah,
1: it's
2: yeah, so- <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: like a shoulder patch.
1: Oh yes. god, <laughs> that is, <laughs> I never, that is I the worst not, jersey I've ever I seen. I did in my not
2: life. notice until now <laughs> that red <brand> name <laughs> <day. laughs> like literally
1: on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, so we, we've got we've got the we've got a real one. It's one of the Korean-made starter versions. It's a black, but as you can see, the color is much different. If we can bring oh this up, God. Oh we got God. The, the we got the gray with the black and red stripe here. Hold on, hold we, on, we, on. we still got the what graphic. Got okay. So just I to just be clear guess. to anyone watching, the jerseys you just saw were bad and wrong. This is what it's supposed to look like. The graph, the oh, goat head oh. is
1: centered. Well, you know the what? To call- be fair, that still kind of looks like shit. The collar. No, a- <laughs> oh, don't you dare to speak about our jersey. You, guys you, guys you guys we can't you have a B on your jersey, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird. Why does
4: it have a B oh, instead of the A for assistant a- captain?
3: Eventually, <laughs> it's going to have Satan on the back.
0: Can't wait. Oh,
3: man.
4: But
0: oh, uh, take note.
3: Uh, That's good stuff back there too. That is authentic.
2: Yeah, That's the real. Yeah, That's deal. one of my
4: favorite jerseys of all time.
2: Man. I still I cannot. I still I, cannot believe. I can't. It. I can't
3: wait to take a train to Buffalo and wear that game at a home game and get kicked out of KeyBank Center. Guess <laughs> oh they'll be like, "How dare you?" It's like shop one Buffalo Maiden. I have the receipt. You can't kick me out. They told yeah. me I could do this.
2: They gave me permission. <laughs> Remember the jets said, are making it interesting. Kim they said did. it's cool. cool.
0: She made it. Four three. Four,
2: four three, three, three Montreal Holy with one forty two to go. Wow. Mm. Remember, remember ten minutes ago when I said, "Hey, we're gonna wrap this up." <laughs> <didn't Yeah>. We're
1: <laughs> <laughs> gonna do a show in like four minutes.
2: <laughs> All right. With that being said, uh, I guess again, we'll everybody actually leave. Thanks for, thanks for coming on with us. Uh, I want to do this again for sure, Sean. If you don't mind, this was a lot of fun. Uh, this oh, was it was a blast. Absolutely, uh, Steven, uh, uh, Pats, again, we should do this again sometime soon. Absolutely. Um, I had a blast. So, that being said, lock draft latte. Yeah. Go Sabres again. Won the first overall pick in the draft lottery today, even though you had to lose to win. Makes sense. Um, (laughs) And uh, excited for what's to come. Uh, hopefully here, I know we're supposed to get some news on Jack Eichel soon and the injury update with his rehab. We'll see where what, what might that might. Oh, lead my god. to. god! And uh, Evans just died. Who just died? Oh,
4: Jake Evans.
2: Oh, oh ho, ho. I was delayed. And I just saw the hit. Holy fuck!
4: Please Sorry to it. cut you off wow. there, but oh my wow. god!
3: Yeah, I don't know why it's just my face. We don't need to look at this. This is yeah, it's, this yeah, is.
0: This is a face. Oh. Only, this is a
3: face that only a mother could love, and she's kind of indifferent about it, to be honest. I just,
0: I, I was even further delayed, and I just saw it now. Wow! Yeah, wow. Is... Get off of them! Like they're all kind of crowded around them. Like move away from them. I'm waiting, I'm waiting
2: to see the replay right now myself. Oh, Shea Weber looks livid.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, closely. that'll
1: happen. Shifley. Shifley just That
4: was completely this. uncalled for. that was wild. What that the was-
1: Hit on right as he scored yeah. the empty netter, he just buried
4: him. He scored the empty netter and then was just murdered right oh, after wow. Like Shifley's
2: wow. getting a game a minimum for that. Like, that's, oh, that's just that's good evening, Shifley's so important to them. And why would you do that? Wow.
0: Was it oh, Shifley
2: that hit him? I still haven't seen the head. I
3: know I know we would get in trouble for bringing up the actual video of it. but Yeah, damn, we would. So I any, won't. Any, anybody anybody yeah. there just... If you're not watching Turn of Terror now. Yeah, that's
4: uh
1: that's stretcher worthy. They
4: bring it like, that was, like that oh, was like that was the ball. scariest hit since Tavares. Easy. Like that was Oh yeah. No, uh, you
0: know
3: he's no, no, hesita- no ball hesitation no hesitation immediately he's to the stretcher. Ball. That's
4: oh it's game ball. misconduct ball. handed out. So that's a he's getting minimum one game suspension right yeah. there. God yeah. damn, dude. Oh, okay, here's another replay. Here, I just saw the when it first happened. Oh, I haven't seen a wow. replay since. Yeah, uh, I'm a little delayed,
0: just wow. hang tight here. And and we're all hoping he's okay. <sighs> Holy shit,
2: yeah. how he lands
4: is horrifying!
2: Uh, Shay, oh like, my
4: god, oh, he's got a oh.
2: Honest to god, that is, like, honestly, Fuck. That's, yeah, that, that is a that's like all of bad.
3: meat level bad. Holy shit.
4: Ow. I, I hope he's okay, man. That's that's I'll tell
2: you this right now, man. If this series gets out of hand and Winnipeg is losing badly, uh, and Shifley is he will have to answer for that a hundred percent. If not, oh he's, he's not gonna happy. have to
4: answer for that as soon as he comes yeah, back. Wait, like if he comes back this series,
2: oh hundred percent he's gonna have to answer for that. Who's gonna fight
4: that, him? Weber. anybody.
2: literally well, Weber looks like he wants a piece.
0: So Weber oh. would <laughs> pound the piss out of him. Oh my or,
3: god. Or Perry if he's still there.
0: Perry would do
4: it.
3: I mean, if it doesn't happen wow. at the end of this series, it's absolutely going to happen the first time they play each other next year. Like, they don't fucking forget about it like that. You mm-hmm. know what Listen, in
1: 1985, that's a good play. Nobody gives a shit. You remember, you yeah, remember but when hockey's you remember changed when so much. I was remember born
3: in 89, so Dallas? sorry. I, I, I wasn't even a—I wasn't even a thought in my dad's
4: pants at that oh,
1: point. Just, so like Clark on Bruce Bell. <laughs> Guys, look it up on YouTube: Wendell Clark on Bruce Bell. Oh,
4: I've oh, seen wow. that. Oh yeah, that's a—that's a nasty yeah, one. Just, some,
3: uh, some of those old school hits yeah. are fucking. Some Charles Dale. Do right, um, like one of
1: my, right?
2: my favorite, two of my favorite Sabres hits of all time were uh, Michael Pacan and Alexi Yashin um, Absolutely murdered Yashin at the blue line, and then obviously. <laughs> Brian Campbell on R.J. Umberger and there's that yeah. look on Umberger's oh, face yeah. after, like, just that day's look up at the sky, like, Yo, what just happened to me?
3: That's one of the <laughs> best R.J. calls of all, all time.
2: <laughs> and Umberger! My
3: goodness! Yeah, <laughs> He's he just, just been <laughs> tumbled into the ground,
2: <laughs> Umberger! That so cool. That's, like, honest to God, that's a hit that could end a career. Yeah, yeah it is. That it is,
3: is scary, but when RJ Chuck calls it, have, it's,
1: it's a
2: it's good playoff too. Like Evans, Evans, th- that could end his career.
4: Evans that's has fun. been really good for Montreal this playoffs too. Yeah, that, that's that's really tough loss. Yeah, that's shit. bad. That's
1: bad. You know, and the thing was, Shifley was pissed. He's been pissed all night. The the camera has been on him all night, and he's been losing his shit. So that was the boiling
0: point right there. Yeah, he actually kind of reminded me, like watching him throughout this game and losing his shit has reminded me of of watching Matthews. And not that Matthews was bugging out as much as Shifley has tonight, but just the fact that of the frustration. Like the frustration was all over Matthews' face, and and Shifley couldn't turn it off this game. Like if, if you were watching the game, you could see mm-hmm. Shifley fucking bugging out the whole game, and yeah, like like it's like yeah, that's, I don't, that's just rough. Did he hit his? I, I don't think he hit his he head had though. He oh, yeah. his like, neck like twerked it like no, twerked was, real bad because he, he extended out. Evans extended out to put the puck in. Yeah, he, so did he was his like right. First, but yeah. that was a
1: huge charge.
2: I'll tell you. That I'll was tell was you right huge, now. Huge this charge. This game's being played in Winnipeg, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This game is being played in Montreal. There be people outside the Bell Center waiting for Shifley. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I don't doubt it.
0: 100%. I'm, I'm curious to see what does happen because, like, in in watching that replay, he went clean through the chest.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, oh, With the a huge skated, charge after no Shively skated from center ice to make that. Yeah, check. that dude came with <laughs> way too much speed. Like you can't. Right. It's like three or four steps, you know, max. You
0: can't yeah. fucking take a run. He of the took like, like twenty. He took like twenty. <laughs> no, was like he was Chasing him, right? <laughs> so like he was chasing them and and Evans went around the net, and he went around to cut him off. Um, but think about why they got
4: rid of icings, right? Or like Is that the icings reason? the way they did for that nice. exact hit, right? Yeah. Like like so he's coming down full downhill, full head of steam. <sighs> yeah. No, that's that's brutal, man. Like that's a that's a nasty hit.
2: I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now, man. It's it. It's that's yes. tough to watch, dude. That is tough to watch. And it, 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 the only thing stopping Scherff from getting more than maybe two or three games, the fact that he, he doesn't have a history of it.
1: Well, yeah, one thing that's right,
2: his back. only saving
1: grace. Yeah, and then and the, they might say you know point of contact wasn't the head either, but like I got to see the play again. I think
4: it might. I think it was though.
1: I think it was kind of all the whole. Oh, that
2: that uh, that arm comes it up into his head. That arm comes
1: up into his head.
2: It's the kick.
1: yeah.
2: yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't
4: like that hit at all. I I think that's just
2: it's the
1: chart, yeah. just the
2: chart, just the
4: chart. Yeah, right?
1: well, there is the elbow at the end there. I wonder the if anything happens
2: here. I wonder if anything happens here in the last minute of the game.
1: I don't know. It's safely not two. on the
2: ice. Probably not.
3: But I, I think I think a two-game suspension would we'll be warranted on this. Even though he doesn't have a history, like that's just I like, agree. like, it was negligent,
4: that, like, completely it's, negligent.
3: It's, it's it's negligent and it's completely unnecessary. Like the the same kind of shit that like Ryan Reeves was doing, but like without being Ryan Reeves. It's like yeah, you don't need to make Ryan Suter eat the fucking crossbar. You don't need to press. You don't need to basically like try to gouge fucking. And
2: Tom, it's like it. Tom Wilson shit too. It's just like yeah, it, it's, yeah. not the
3: it's Tom just not need to Does not do anything to augment the play. At no, completely avoidable shit that you're doing just because you're mad.
4: And the puck was already in. Like and and like, he had clearly got around the net well ahead of time. Like, I don't know, man. That's yeah. that's not a good hit. Oh shit!
2: That'll be interesting.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, anyway, sorry I I cut
1: you off with that. No. I was just I was just I mean, blown away by what
3: yeah, I just no, saw. <laughs> well, we should yeah, no, probably you got uh, to stop it from breaking news like that. That's important.
2: That's yeah. That's you know I know we got to hop another podcast, guys. But that was definitely that was tough to watch. That yeah, that was that was tough to watch. So yeah, that, with that yeah. being said, uh, again, thanks guys for the third time for hopping <laughs> on with me. Uh, again, third we times the charm. Yeah, we got to yeah. do this again sometime soon.
0: For sure. For Thanks, sure. guys. Thanks. Everybody, this has yeah.
2: been Two Goalies, One Mike, episode 63, brought to you by manscaped.com. Code word trainwreck for 20% off plus free shipping. For Cully, who unfortunately couldn't be here, producer Steve, passes D from the Hockey Dummies, and Sean from Point Shot in Vancouver. Thanks for stopping by. We will talk to you next week. Let's go, Buffalo.